state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Dwayne Michael Carter Williams Jr. Here with Ali, aka Bubble Coos. Raj, aka Unwritten Rules. Kendrew, aka Thick Van Exel. I'm just curious if that. Nick Van Exel reference was brought on by anything specific, or you were just feeling like evoking his name tonight? Well, that's what I was calling THT for a while, yeah. but now it's Thin Van Exel, and that doesn't really sound as appealing or cool, so. <laughs> Do a beard Van Exel. It's not your finest work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds good, and you could have gone with it, is uh, Rick Van Exel? Yeah, man, don't know, hey... <laughs> Stop that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let the record show I made that up. <laughs> how, how much of a jerk would I be if I just edited that part out? <laughs> <laughs> you found a clip of me just saying, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I just gave it to you right there. Uh, oh, right? No, no. <laughs> uh, don't worry. That's not going to happen. How long can we procrastinate talking about the Lakers for? Let's see. Well, I mean, how long is it going to take for them to make more than 35% of their three-pointers? 35? That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would like that right I know. Now. <laughs> I'd be happy with, like, 29 well, right they, now. They, they haven't yet. The, the best they've shot is, I think, 34.6. Like in a game? In one game? In Again, in the bubble, yeah. I think that's what they shot against the Jazz. No, yeah, the Jazz. Okay. Because it was 30.6 against the Clippers, 25% um, against the no. Raptors, uh, 34.6 against um, Utah, oh. and then just bad yesterday, bad tonight. I feel like we have the same energy as the players right now. Like We're just so tired of regular season. <laughs> we do just like, let's <laughs> go to playoffs. They shot 2 of 18. That's pretty ridiculous. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they shot like Houston in a game seven. That's pretty crazy. My, my favorite three was the J.R. Smith three when they were actually coming back in the fourth. And J.R. just absolutely chucked one. And I was like, that's a heat check three from a player who hasn't yeah. even hit that yet. And then Dion's like, I'll match that and just took another <laughs> terrible <laughs> one as well. Dion took a ridiculous one in the first half too. It was like a top of the key step oh, yeah. back. I, I don't remember. Maybe the shot clock was winding down, but I don't think it was. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of what we would expect from it. Like, all all jokes aside, Dion's been pretty good for us, and I would much rather have him over Rondo. You know what I mean? I, it's funny that you say that. I was gonna say something kind of similar. Quinn Cook, I like. He oh. seemed like a great dude and great for team chemistry and all. But on the court, is just has not like his minutes on the court have just been atrocious. And you can kind of tell by, um, like, his body language, too, has been pretty, like, yeah, bad. Like, whenever something bad happens, it just hangs his head, yeah. doesn't get back. Yep. And it, it's one of those things where, like, you don't want to let that bug you too much. Like, I forgot who said it. Uh, I, I mean, probably had to be Kobe. But like, when, when it came to, like, any bad plays, you just forget about it and keep on going. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Even in the first quarter, he had like this this turnover where he just like he kind of lost the ball trying to like oh, yeah. jump up and pass it, and like you could just tell his arms went up in the air and his head hung, and he just walked a couple steps before <laughs> jogging back. And I was just like, "Oh man, this dude's not in the right frame of mind right now." No, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he has no business starting. Right, he's a 
third string guard at best, and they threw him to start as like the primary ball handler with AD, which didn't make sense. They were just I running pick and rolls with him, and the Rockets were like, "Yeah, we'll gladly let Quinn Cook yeah. get downhill and try to hit floaters over over PJ Tucker, whoever's over there." I mean, not to credit to him though, like he matched PJ Tucker's career points per game with six, so. <laughs> Oh man, PJ Tucker slander. Be careful. <laughs> I mean, I respect. Nobody needs that many shoes. Ken Drew, if you could have that many shoes, you would have that many shoes. No, that's ex- that's excessive, bro. Ken Drew, how many how much how many, how many pairs of shoes do you own? I have like forty five, but that dude has <laughs> forty five rooms of clothes. Yeah, that dude has forty five rooms of shoes. I feel like this message is coming from the wrong person. Like this Wait, is do you not really the right have 45? guy. Forty five. Forty five. Yeah. But then, then again, it's not just sneakers. It's also like, um, like dress shoes, casual shoes, running shoes, hiking. So yeah. Time out. How many <laughs> pairs of uh, of dress shoes do you have? I have three. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. I have a black pair, brown pair, navy pair. That's exactly what I was gonna ask. Okay. Cool. That's all you need. Black, brown, blue. You good? Like. Yeah. Oh, I also I also have a gray uh, Cole Haan Luna Grants with the like a lime green. Uh, oh, you got the uh, sh- You get you guys have seen those before, but like that that's like my th- those are mad comfortable and those are like my go to Vegas shoes because like they're uh, they're not the like the most pristine uh, condition, but it's like they're comfortable and that's what you kind of need at a club. Mm-hmm. Um, you know stuff like I. So off topic, but yeah, PJ Tucker, um, too many shoes, uh, not enough points. Um, Wait, before we go back to that part of it, whenever you're done with a pair of shoes, can you send them to me? No. Okay. Do you don't even do y'all know if you wear the same size? That's not even a. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a fifteen. Fifteen, bro. The way I just rolled my eyes just now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were recording this on Zoom. All right, Shaq I, I, I Diesel. I we were gonna do that. Yeah, we did say that. Oh yeah, that that would actually be really fun to do. I wasn't uh, I was in autopilot there for a second. I'm not gonna lie. Very good. You, I was uh, I had to take off a face mask early, and I was like, yeah, in case this is Zoom, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to get caught slipping. I just bought two face masks uh, at Walmart today. Nice charcoal mud mask for sure. Yep. What are you laughing for, Raj? You don't care about <laughs> detoxifying, bro. Hey, man, well, like, so you meant like an actual like facial mask, like like a skin skincare mask. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, oh. you gotta you gotta be I, taking care of your skin right now, man. I get so what? much from my girlfriend for that. She's like pissed that I don't do that. I I don't know. I just never have like looked up what I need or like what I should like. I never do any of okay, that. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. First thing you need, just some face wash. Second, you need some sort of toner. Third, moisturizer. That's it. Question. But whenever I shower, I put soap all over my face. What's the difference? <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Come on, bro. My face is, like, oh, you're naturally gonna, you're smooth. Gonna dry, you're going to dry that. You're going to dry your face out, bro. Congrats on look... the good jeans. I was about to say, time out. You're going to let Raj just gloss <laughs> over that. Wait, what What do you say? My face is, like, naturally smooth. It really doesn't need, like, uh, facial... No, no, no offense to anyone who uses yeah, it. No, just yeah, but, like, but when yeah. when Rick and I looked this age, <laughs> yeah, twenty years from now, come on, come on, I still get carded. I'm like twenty six, getting carded. 
You right. you got a short see that's the problem with you young guns. You got a short term mentality, bro. <laughs> yeah. You got you need some couple more years of experience. You're gonna get a long term mentality. That's what that's what we talk about right now. And this is why I'm not gonna say it, but a certain demographic of people that don't pr- take care of their skin and stuff like that. That's why they look, you know, thirty years older than they really do. <laughs> am, am I being attacked? What is? <laughs> no. no, it's 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 uh, the same group of people that don't wash their legs in the shower because it's already getting wet anyway. Oh, yeah, nah. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not gonna. I don't. I don't feel like believing. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that. All right, we're gonna talk about basketball now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna posit something because we got to see something that we haven't seen a lot of. Um, at least anytime recently, obviously. But THT um, got some minutes, and I just wanted to get like first surface level first impressions of of, of him since uh, in his new form, as they say. I loved I loved the way he was attacking the basket. I mean, at times he was stumbling, but I loved his like aggression. Uh, he clearly was playing with confidence, which was something that like someone his age and someone you know not playing an NBA game in a long time and like just going up against the rockets that was pretty impressive to me yeah i thought like his defense was the most impressive thing to me his arms just go forever um when they go out and he was in a stance he did a pretty good job like you said on harden and um i think he like locked down jeff green one time and he was like the third best ball handler out there to be honest like they yeah. like was there a big difference between him and quinn cook running running the yeah, ball up THT was, so. sorry THT was better a little bit <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, and, and the thing too is like you could see that he's kind of just learning uh, more and more to use his body to his advantage, yeah, kind right. of thing. Because like he's got a pretty long wingspan, you know what I mean? Right. And like I feel like when he gets uh, used to that, like on the defensive end, like he's using it more efficiently. Offense, uh, uh, he could develop. Like uh, yeah, of course. Like uh, he's very, very raw. Mm-hmm. Like we can all acknowledge it. Like it's really like that. That was the first time he played in a game officially, right? Like those were his yeah. first points, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, which was hell of a basket too. I I was actually pretty impressed. But like uh, when he gets used to body control and stuff too, like I, I can see him being a pretty good, um, pretty solid player. It was cool to see just because he got in late in the first, and like you can tell, like he got a couple minutes of run, and then there was the the quarter break, and then he came back in at the start of the second quarter, and you could just tell from his body language, his his body was just like a little bit more settled. At the right. start of the second quarter, after he sort of had a minute to like get get it like recenter himself, I guess during the break, and I just thought that was cool that you could visually see his body language. I was like, oh, this kid belongs out there. You know what I'm saying? He was able to get in, act frantic, sit down, calm himself down, and come back in more confident. Right, he was uh, part of that like 14-2 run that they went on in the, to end the fourth, I believe, and he had like three steals in that time. I think yeah. Harrison just uh, tweeted out that Frank Vogel, like it's a quote from Frank Vogel. And he said he's making a case for being in the rotation when speaking of THT. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's thinking, like, him over Cook, right? I, I think, yeah, but, like, Cook never really... Plays. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't really part of the rotation. Um, I, I think one one of the things we got to ask, too, is, like, you know, we were always asking for THT to get some sort of minutes, like, mm-hmm. prior to this. Um, and you know, 
maybe if he did, he'd be a little bit more prepared. Like, we shouldn't be starting mm. to give him minutes, factoring no. <laughs> him into, like, the playoffs in two weeks. Right. After a couple minutes in the bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would... I would rather see an acclimated THT than than J.R. Smith in those shifts that J.R. Smith gets, but he's not acclimated, so I can't get that. Yeah, like he should have he should have been getting minutes prior, like even if it's uh, um, in garbage time, because even still, like that would be uh, pretty important to just get some reps against some like NBA caliber players. Instead, of we uh, developed Troy Daniels, so that was that's what we did. <laughs> Hey, I mean, he might be the best three-point shooter on the team if he were here right now. <laughs> that dude was the best dressed on the Lakers. I'll put that out there. What are you talking about? Kyle Kuzma's on the team, bro. I know. I it's still it, you can look at some of my old uh yeah, my weekly articles things that I was doing on uh um Lakers outsiders, but uh yeah, I was like best uh best fit of the week. Like a lot of them were Troy Daniels. That dude knows how to dress. <laughs> Interesting. I'd rather him know how to shoot, but no, it's all right. <laughs> oh, wow. not our problem now. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Kuz, uh, this second best dressed player on the team, um, he's he's in pretty he's improved. Like, yeah, what are you guys thinking of time. him big so time. far? I think he's just like kind of similar, like what I was saying with THC earlier. But he's just attacking the rim with aggression now. He had so many plays where he got fouled when he attacked the basket, and a couple and ones down there. Mm-hmm. That part, that part has been the most, like, eye-opening to me, where he's just, like, a lot more confident when it comes to that. He's been the best player for the Lakers, in my opinion, in the five games. They played five games, and I think he's been the most consistent. He had 21 tonight, and, like, he shot 50% from the field. So, yeah, he's been great, and his defense was really good. He he did yeah. a great job on Harden, I thought, in the small moments that he tried to get switched on him. Um, yeah, he's been good. And, yeah, like you said, Ali, like, he's taking contact, right? Like, he's going in, yeah. like, searching for um, contact. He's not trying to just move around it. And right. not just that, though. He's, like, genuinely, I think what a big part, problem with him was he would always he would get down on himself when he'd miss mm-hmm. shots or when he, like, yeah, when he basically wouldn't hit anything. But you can see him, like, even when he misses, he's just, like, going at it at 100% still. Yeah, and... I think one of the uh, really important things too was just like we were all clamoring for a uh, wing defender. I know you guys like brought it up, but like Kuz just really kind of turned it up on both ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like he still has difficulty with like shift eater guards like CP3 or like Kyle Lowry. But other than that, like um, really impressive stuff. The effort is there, like every possession, and like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like they can hunt Kuzma, and we're just like, oh, this is a wasted possession. Right. Like I feel like those possession, those Harden possessions, even against Harden, like those possessions yeah. where Harden just gets by him, and it's just boom, chest bump foul. Like that's mm-hmm. fewer and farther in between than it was earlier in the year. Um, something I like from him offensively, though, is like I feel like maybe I've made this up. I haven't actually looked at the numbers, but I feel like he's drawing more fouls. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Right? Um, sure. Which is cool because it shows, like, first of all, just like you said, Ali, it shows he's going to the basket. It shows he's searching out the contact. But it's also, like, it's not just, like, straight line drive and the defender's off balance. Like, I feel <laughs> like he's pump faking into some fouls, too, which, like, just shows his anticipation, which is cool because he's anticipating the defense on offense and also becoming a better defender on the other end of the floor. It's just, like, a full holistic growth. That's it for Coos, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I can I get another shout out real quick? 
this is not a shout out that I think will be well received among Slager fans because dude's not hitting any threes. But yo, Danny Green's floater game, bro. <laughs> Where did these floaters come from, bro? I just like <laughs> I don't understand what happened. He did like did like a monster sap his three point talent and say, "Here, now you have floater range." Like, I mean, I I feel like Kuz just monster Danny Green in general. It's like you're supposed to do that to a different person. Not on your team, you know? Yeah, fair. Yeah, well, they're still, like, flying at Danny Green, right? And for some reason, he's in his head about his three-point shot, so he's, like, driving to the rim, which is good. He's hitting his floaters, but, yeah. like, we need him to take those. Like, he, he can't just wait till he's wide open because I don't know if he will ever be that often. He needs to take a few that are at least slightly contested. And he actually shoots better when they're slightly contested, which makes no sense. But, yeah, I need uh, him to take am, those. Am I not wrong that his floaters look a little weird? They look very unorthodox. Yeah. It looks like he shoots them, right? Yeah, it's not exactly. like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like a, a pretty floater. It's, yeah. it's like a shot put, but it goes in. So You can tell it's something he added to his game late. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like watching <laughs> Philip Rivers throw a football. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, like um, when it comes to she's like... <sighs> Sorry, real quick thing. We need we need uh, everybody to stop posting about whenever Danny Green misses a three and it's just the back of his jersey saying how many more because <laughs> you see that every game right okay. and like Lake Show Yo stop you do that every game it's like but, it's just it's it's also it wouldn't be so bad if the if the saying on the back of the jersey wasn't supposed to be so impactful yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I miss Avery Bradley. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) I mean, the the fact that Rondo's coming back to him, just like, you know what? We might lose to the eighth seed. (laughs) When is is he? He's supposed to be back middle of the first round or second round? I think first round, right? Second round. I think second. But still, the fact that he's backed him and just like, have, have him quarantined for like two months. I don't know. Are we not looking forward at all? Like we have nothing to look forward to collectively? Is like what what do we have to look forward to with Rondo's return? Uh, David's probably excited. Shout oh, out yeah. to David. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Pit. Um but I mean he like I don't know. I guess he's better than Quinn Cook. That's the that's like the bar, I guess. Like I think he's better than Quinn Cook. That uh, bar mean, is on the floor, but I mean it is it is higher than, than Quinn Cook. What if we find out that uh, Quinn Cook had a burner account because he listened to this and he was like, hey, man, if you guys and all of it is just like Duke tweets and um, <laughs> I don't know. What uh, else is Quinn Cook like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, what do you guys think of JaVale not getting uh, any playing time today? I, I genuinely believe that that was due to them playing the Rockets and him just being like, and like coach just being like, I don't think we can play this game. Like, against them. Like, there's no one you can guard out there because, like, of how they play. Like, I feel like if we played the Rockets in the playoffs, you would see basically almost no JaVale and very little Dwight. I mean, that bears fruit just because Dwight only got 20 minutes himself, right? So Yeah, but I I think in the playoffs you'd get way less than that. Mm. Right. Don't you think it was strange that we found that out, like, the middle of the game, though? Like, they didn't release that at all, and then... I think they released like in the middle of the game that he was a coach's decision. I thought it was like right before. Oh, did, oh. did y'all see him on the bench? No, I don't. No. I don't think I didn't see him. He's working on his blog. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what Braun was talking about. Maybe that was the, uh, I don't know. They're not as funny anymore. It's weird. Like, they just they just stopped getting as, as funny the more the games went on. Um, but. Well, I think it's we're starting to realize the uh, the fact that, like, I know we shouldn't be worried because it's like these, ever since they clinched, it's like, well, after the, I mean, even after they beat the Clippers, it was like, okay, we just kind of need one more game. But are you guys worried for the playoffs? I still say no. I mean, if we, if we, if the Lakers play Portland, I would have like 20% worry where I still really believe the Lakers will win, obviously, but Portland's going to make them work for it. Yeah, I don't think worried's the word, but I think, like, I'm concerned, especially the three-point shooting, and I don't know, like, I see people concerned about LeBron and AD, and I just can't find myself to get worried about about that, because if LeBron and AD don't show up, we're not winning anything. Like, I, me being concerned about LeBron not being LeBron doesn't do anything, because if he isn't who he is, we're just not, we're not going to win anything. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be out in the second round, so I, can, I cannot think about that. I just think about, like, the shooting, and that's what I'm most worried about. Um, I think, like, Avery Bradley... I kind of saw his what like what he brought recently. I didn't think they would miss him as much, but like mm-hmm. just the offense is very I don't know, like it's I know it was always LeBron dependent, but like these these actions just aren't creating any space anymore. And Avery Bradley at least he was helping with that in some and so mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys see that, but um yeah. Well cuz yeah, he cuz he and KCP like we expected them to kind of slot in right um pretty similarly, but I feel like um, KCP cuts a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in that assumption? No, you're right. But no, uh, right. he, as much as uh, Avery Bradley kind of like cuts, he generally will find a way to just be outside, and generally he's been hitting his shots. So yeah. that's uh, something that. Well, I mean, the fact that he's hitting threes is like would have been nice, you know. Yeah. Rick. Yeah. Could you, sorry, because you said beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are having a conversation recorded. Yes, I'm willing to respond. (laughs) Hold up, I need a second. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, What did... We're live. Um, what did Are you, you having a stroke? Are you okay? No, okay, I have one of these like every other podcast. Um, a giggle what, fit. That's yeah. what I'm gonna call it. Jesus. Um, what did you? <laughs> Sorry. And Raj, you always—it's always you. You exacerbate it with your chuckling. No, I just <laughs> die because Rick is just like, yeah, I'm here. Like, yeah, I'm still. <laughs> as if, as if I was going somewhere yeah, no. during the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Ray, come back. Like that's what it sounded like. Oh man. <laughs> um. You use your words, Ollie. Use your words. What did you mean? <laughs> I don't even know what I said that could cause so much well, consternation. No, I. I, I remember when you brought up a tribe called I, Twist I, four I, weeks no, ago. No, I was gonna say when I said that Javale, when we were talking about Javale not playing, and you said that's what LeBron was probably talking about. What did you mean by that? Oh, when LeBron gave his ominous post-game uh, comment. Yeah, what, did, what did he say again? He, sorry, go ahead. I don't know what the question was. Uh, it was like, why are you struggling or something like that? What's what's like? What about or like the bubble in Orlando uh, makes it tough? Behind the scenes, right? Wait, before we get to his answer, Raj, yeah. like it was specifically was it about the it was about the offense, right? 
Right, I believe so. It was like, why are you guys struggling to get in a rhythm or something like some some like answer that was pretty easily to be answered. Like he didn't have to go in this like you know big ominous answer, but you know he we did. We have new players. What a softball question! Exactly. Hey, different environment. Gotta yeah. get used to it. Yeah. Hey, we're taking it one day at a time. Let's get better every game. Nah, I'm LeBron James. Well, something's going on, and it's in the bubble, and I'm not gonna talk was about he, it. Do you think he was like? Trying to be just super passive aggressive. Am I looking no. into this? I don't know. Like I have to see it because I haven't seen it, but I don't think so. I try to give him the benefit of the doubt in these situations because everyone's going to think he's being passive aggressive automatically. So I, I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe there's something going on and he doesn't want to talk about it, but he wants to let y'all know that like, hey, everything's not gravy, and we're going to figure we got something that we need to get figured out. Like I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. The actual quote is, uh, there was something going on off the court that he couldn't control. So yeah, I, what? Oh. yeah, I have no idea what that is. Okay, but then that's just... Is it doing a stereotypical noise after saying Taco Tuesday? Because it doesn't seem like he could control himself. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was about to say, I think you could control that, Ron, yeah. if, you, if you don't mind. Uh, I, every, every time, every time, I'm just like, oh, we're really just going to let this rock, huh? We're just going to, as a society, just let this rock. You know, I, man, I, I love LeBron. Like, he's probably my favorite player but like <laughs> come on man like come if on. enough people if enough people are just like listen that's kind of like stereotypical and annoying let's not do that anymore and he's just like sorry it's the day after monday i gotta do it right now you know <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not funny it's not anyway um it, it I want to rephrase Kendrew's original question in a different way because it, one, I've one, I never answered the question. No, I'm not worried. But it's not just about whether we're worried about the team given the performances in the last two games. Is there anything specific, like about the last two games, that like that is that that a light needs to be shown on? Right? Like I would say specifically for this game, the thing I learned from this game. Is oh crap, Dion Waiters really better start hitting more threes because like we need a boost and it's not gonna be, with all due respect, Rajon Rondo. Like it's not gonna be the offensive boost. There's a way, there's a a clear place for improvement. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like Dion, for me at least, is the one guy that I'm like, yo, you're a shot hitter. Like, you gotta start hitting some shots. You gotta start hitting some threes. But like, what else can we build on after these past two games? Um, we we gotta take more threes. Like there's there's no way in 2020 can you take six threes and a half, right? And like Anthony Davis has to be able to make an impact, um, by getting double. Like when he gets double team, like it can't just be him being this passive kind of aggression. Um, and yeah, when when people get the ball and like when he kicks it out, they gotta shoot. Like it it can't be this like hesitation. You know what I mean? Just because you missed your last few. Like I seen Danny Green really hesitate. Um, KCP starts starting to like really hesitate on his threes. And and that can't happen. You're gonna lose the math game. Like you can't be negative thirty nine at the half on three pointers. I know they were in the game; they were down nine. But that that's just a recipe for disaster when the playoff comes. That's my main thing. I mean, I I believe LeBron and AD are gonna get it together. But like these these guys have to hit their shots when they're given to them and take them. Uh, my my biggest complaint for sure is the three point shooting. But like a minor one. I mean, and Raj brought it up with like AD's aggressiveness. I think this is the second game. In the in the bubble where he's shot eight or less attempts, mm-hmm. I think that has to go up. Like I know he's getting doubled, but I think 
like not just if you're getting doubled you have to make them pay for that someone's open there's right. a way to like there's a way to score you have to like take a full advantage of that so i think just like you kind of said his aggressiveness has to turn it up a notch yeah i i was actually going to say the way that um ad handles double teams because mm-hmm. um, you saw that against the raptors um we saw that again today because, I mean, there were a ton of pass, uh, times where, like, passes he threw whenever he got double were just straight-up turnovers. So he's got to be better at that, about that. Uh, timing, um, you know, passing selection, obviously. Um, I think another thing, too, is Vogel's uh, rotations. Like, watching, um, like, the first few games, or, like, more specifically the Clippers and the Raptors, there were moments where it was just like, we can't have Dwight or JaVale out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, of course, having uh, Markeev kind of get integrated back into um, the team more, I think he's going to be pretty vital. Like, you know, if you have him and AD out there, it would be pretty good. Um, you know, whether Kuzin is out there with Braun, and I don't know how that's going to work, but having AD at the five is going to be very imperative to our success, I believe. So... Yeah, I feel like we knew that at the beginning of the season, but now that we, now that the NBA has sort of restarted and we're, we're seeing the performance that that the Lakers are getting from both of their so so called full full time centers, it's like even more imperative. Right? Yeah, like if this is if this is the Javale we're gonna get, if this is no disrespect to Dwight because his effort's still there, but it's like it's just not it's not clicking. If that's what we're gonna get, then like eighty's gonna we're gonna see a lot of more Keith Morris. Yeah. Like, that's another guy. Um, I didn't get to see as much of him tonight, so I wanted to hear from you guys how 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 he looked in, in his minutes. He looked he looked better. Um, he's getting better. I think like his rhythm is coming back. He still has like a lot of defensive rotations because they're playing lineups that have just never played together before. So he's like helping when he's not supposed to, and they're getting back cut. But I thought he was better. He's he switched off pretty well, and he hit a three tonight. Thank God. Um, Yay. But, uh, but yeah, he looked he look better. But really quick on the centers, their timing is just off. Javel is like not the guy he was in the regular season at all. Like This isn't just a two-big lineup problem. Like The Lakers have been playing big this whole season. It uh, It's like the bigs are just off on all their, their help. They're like a second late. Um, and yeah. then when Javel gets the ball down low, he just starts to like roll over in a weird way. Like it's just It does not look clean at all, and um, they got to they gotta fix that somehow. I'm not sure how, but yeah, it's it's hard to turn around within eight games going into the, into the playoffs. Right, it's really hard. Think about like the beginning of the season; teams are not clicking until like what twenty, thirty games in. Yeah, mm. uh, I, I do. I do think though, um, the it, it is a little worrisome how um, a lot of teams. I mean, you know, uh, Lakers' situation is a little different just because of the lack of. Um, some current players integrating newer players, mm-hmm. but they're they have to be like among some of the lowest scoring teams, right? Like yesterday they scored eighty six, today they scored ninety seven, um, and I, I think like uh, the Sacramento Pelic and, and Pelicans game was like seventy seven to seventy at the half today. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have the worst offensive rating in the bubble. Like, yeah, that's nuts. And it's not it's not even close, I believe. Like they're they're way less. They do have like the third best defense. But 
from before this game. But yeah, their their offense has been been horrible. It really almost feels like the season's starting over. Like yeah. we're trying to integrate new players. We're good at defense, and the offense hasn't clicked <laughs> yet. It's like, and which is part of the reason why I'm not worried, right? Like I've seen this team do right. this before. Do you guys think like a starting lineup? Like, do they need to change the starting lineup? Uh, I I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think I think with certain matchups, maybe in the playoffs, like we've talked about with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. But I I don't. They were rolling right before this. That's right. why. That's why I know that that lineup and this team can bring it back, like we've talked about. But I, that's why I don't think so. But I understand why that's a thought. That like you know, if they can't, like like we said, there's only a few games left till the playoffs. Like if they can't, maybe you got to. But I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no one else has an opinion on the starting lineup. Uh, you know what? I uh, I would like Alex Caruso out there over KCP. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think will like if they do change. I think that will be the change. People think they'll take Javale out, but if you take Javale out of the starting lineup, you take him out of the rotation altogether because he yeah, he's not, he's not coming mm-hmm. exactly. So that's why I think it's more likely they put Caruso. In for KCP, um, but yeah, I think that's a lineup change they can try, right? Because KCP wasn't wasn't a starter anyway to begin, so it's not like you're yeah. messing up that that kind of cohesion. Um, I just hesitate because KCP's got cachet, um, <laughs> like no, like no no BS, like he's got political clout in the in the, in the team and the organization. Also. It's just hard to envision because even though, like, I personally, I don't, again, don't have the numbers in front of me. I personally believe it, uh, Alex Caruso's as good of a shooter, probably better than KCP. I feel like that's not the way opponents feel, and I feel like they treat KCP a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of concerns me with regards to the spacing of the of the, of the starting lineup, especially if LeBron's going to shoot like he's been shooting. <laughs> Everything, it all roads circle back to the Lakers have to hit three pointers. To be honest, yeah, right. I think like it even circles back more to like LeBron can't be a non-factor on offense. Like he just he just can't. You watch these games and he's literally not giving you anything until maybe like three minutes left in the third quarter, and their whole universe you know rotates around him. Like yeah, they're missing open shots, but LeBron has to score. He averages like what twenty eight a game this year or twenty six a game. Like he can't be. He can't be a non-scorer the whole night. Well, let's hope first and foremost that he gets healthy. Like <laughs> I don't know how serious of an injury that we're considering that. It seems like it seems like it kind of came from out of nowhere. So I'm not going to take it that seriously. But it's also like I've heard LeBron sore groin before, <laughs> and I don't like the way that that ends. Yeah, um, I think one of the things that you could uh, see today was like how good uh, or how reliant this team is just on LeBron setting people up. Like, we were only able to get 19 threes off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a coincidence that yeah. it's that low and um, right. Ron wasn't there, you know? Yeah, they took 19 threes, and I think 10 of them were awful. Like, they were yeah. just, like, step back <laughs> yeah. and contested. So it was basically, like, nine maybe good threes that you you want them taking. Yes, I don't know. They just need to snap out of this 
three-point funk they're in. They're, it's crazy because they're dead last right now in the, in offensive rating when they were, like, top That's five ridiculous. before. Yeah. They're dead last in offensive rating, a first-seeded team. <laughs> Their funk is throwing us in a funk. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I, do- I told you before, and I was like, this is going to be a uh, sad one. But again, I, as as much as it sucks right now, I don't like like Raj said. I don't think worry is the right word. I only I'm not worrying about them. Like they're gonna right. beat whoever they play first. They're all that. I think it's a matter of can they get back to where they were right before this, at least in the first round. Right. They got to find their groove all over again. Yeah. Yeah. They got to find it fast. Just finding that versus like versus like Portland is. It's just not the right approach, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I'm more annoyed mm-hmm. than concerned, right? Like, they're treating this as if it's, you know, like a preseason, which it's not. It's like the final games of the regular season, you know what I mean? But I know these games don't matter in any kind of standing sense, but, you know, you don't want to go into the playoffs, you know, crawling backwards. Like, right. Or crawling forwards, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Can you crawl? crawling. Can you crawl it back? Yeah, you can crawl it backwards. Right? You I don't can know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. I don't know if that's what you're referring to. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't, I'm not really sure. I just imaged someone crawling backwards, and I thought that was that looked a lot <laughs> tougher than someone crawling forwards. That reminded me of, I don't know what horror movie that is. Is that The Ring where the girl crawls backwards? No, Does she? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I think the, uh, uh, the Exorcist, the girl is like doing a bridge and then going down the stairs. So, yeah, that's... Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I don't really mess with scary movies. I don't like them. Yeah, I'm not blaming you at all for that. Yeah. I, I actually love scary movies. Yeah, there's people who like will watch them by themselves. Do you watch them alone? Ollie? Like, will you just watch not a scary like movie by yourself? Not like every week, but I, I, I do it occasionally. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I don't, like, I, I, don't, I don't find... It's weird, and, I, and it's hard to explain it. I don't find scary movies scary at all. It's, I, I just find them like entertaining to watch interesting so you don't like think about it after like the movie ends and you're just like that was a cinematic cinematic you know creation it wasn't like (laughs) yeah no i don't i don't like you know like get scared i just i genuinely watch it when there's like a for example pop-up scare i'm like oh that was cool like like i i don't know i don't i don't really jump at those moments although there's only there's only one i cannot remember the name there's only one movie i ever left where i was like oh shit like well, I cannot remember the name, but I gotta, I gotta get this. Uh, whenever I remember it, I'll let you know. But yeah, there's only one. Rush Hour Three. No, actually, <laughs> Rush Hour Two. Uh, understandable. <laughs> what was wrong with those? <laughs> I I only watched one um scary movie by myself before. Now that you said that, I didn't think about that until you said that, Rush. Yeah. Did you like choose to watch it or was it just like you were watching it and then someone left while you were watching it? Oh no, I sat down. I was like I'm going to watch a scary movie by myself tonight. Wow, that is crazy. I don't think I've ever done that. I I, I watched Hereditary on my own and that was a mistake. Oh my god. How did I also you watch that alone? Mid is, I watched uh, uh, Midsommar. Oh, it's awful. It's I, awful. I, I think you should just watch it and then get back to us next <laughs> um, episode. What's it called? I'll write it down right now. Hereditary. Who is it with? Anyone like? In... No, uh, I I don't think you'd know. Yeah. But um, I watched Midsommar alone. Shout out to Alex Regla and Jacob. We talk about it a couple times. 
but those are the but those were directed by the same um person uh ari aster oh, okay did but, hereditary yeah. mess you up because it did for me like it messed me no, up hereditary for, for sure did yeah um, it Midsommar up did too. i'm not sure if you watched no I, no i haven't you should I'm good. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm just like looking up these movies. And I'm like, Jesus! Wow! I just looked up. I looked up top fifty because I was trying to find the name of the film I got scared from. Top fifty horror films of the past twenty years. Number one is Hereditary. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it, wow. yeah, it's that makes me feel better. Like I feel I feel good that it messed me up. Oh, for it's a terrifying. See, like The Conjuring is in the or sorry, not The Conjuring. The Babadook is in top ten, and that didn't like I thought it was wait really, what? You know the Babadook? Yeah, but what? What? Okay. Yeah, see the Babadook's in there, but it didn't didn't terrify me like that. But it was a good movie. Never heard of that one. Oh, it's it's good. I've heard of it, but I didn't. My my little sister really likes scary movies. My sixteen year old sister Sharice, and so I whenever I go to my parents' house, I watch a scary movie with her. She wanted to watch the Babadook, but I just like was not feeling that. See, it's The Conjuring. The Conjuring was the only one that actually got me. I like that movie. That's a good movie. That one got me. Like, I left theater and I was like, ooh. Like, I felt a little off. Would you consider Prisoners a scary movie? Nah. How about, like, The Exorcist? Would you, would you That's consider? for sure. Okay. Yeah, bro. All right, for sure. The Exorcist? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Did, did you guys watch The Shining? Yes. Yes. That's one of my favorite uh, horror movies. That's a good one. That's a yeah. real good one. Okay. It, oh, it, I've never it, seen The Conjuring. It is nineteen, and it isn't. Oh, you've never seen it? No, I never seen you it. You got to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, this guy. He did. Um, the uh, Conjuring Two. Did the uh, <laughs> the Insidious. Insid- oh. Wait, he did. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. And Aquaman. That's funny. <laughs> wow. No, I haven't yeah. seen Insidious. That's uh, that's interesting. In- Insidious was good until like the last like. Uh, Ten percent of the movie, where they kind of just introduce this whole other thing, and it's like, wait, what? So it's gonna be like uh, the Lakers season because it's like, here's Jr. and Dion, and we're like, wait, why? Has Has everyone here seen it too? Um, no. I didn't want to because it was like three and a half hours long, and I have. I so badly want to do. talk about this. Oh, I haven't no, seen it. No. I. So from what I've heard, uh, it's so bad. Yeah, because because the the strength of it one was it's an ensemble cast. It's it's best when all the kids are like interacting together. And I heard with it too, they were just like, "What if we took each character and then we put them in their own dilemma?" Oh, yeah. So there was. Uh, I'll try to break it down without ruining anything. So like you just said, they literally separated. They, they had the movie like normal in the first hour. Then they separated each character. Each character was by themselves and had a ten minute to fifteen minute clip. Of, like, them experiencing something from their past, walking down, like, the halls, and then experiencing something scary. And they repeated that, like, seven times in a row. It was the most obnoxious thing. But the ending of it, to me, is what I really want to talk about, and that I can't. It's just, the way things happened were so just... I can't even say it. I, I it, it triggers me, as you can tell. Well, this has been the Forum Movie Review Show. <laughs> you can Wait, tell we really solid. enjoyed those games, like those yeah. basketball <laughs> games. I gotta <laughs> ask. I gotta ask one more thing. Have you guys seen A Quiet Place Two? No. no, I don't think that's out yet, dude. No, I think it came out. Didn't they like release it because it was supposed to come out in theaters and then they couldn't? 
Nah, bro. Oh, yeah, released... yeah, yeah, dude, you're right. It comes out in April 2021. <laughs> oh, shit. So they, I thought oh, they God. released it on, like, some net, on like Netflix or something because they couldn't release in theaters. All right, never mind. Now, you're thinking of Bulan, which is some, for some reason, you have to pay extra to watch it on a streaming platform you're already <laughs> paying for. Ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to still watch it, but I hate Disney for that. Oh, I, yeah, Disney's garbage. That's how they get you, though. You're still going to pay for it. Oh, no, I'm just going to try to find it online, bro. <laughs> we have the internet. Why are, why are we paying for, like, movies? Yeah. Shout, shout out to Soap Today. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Don't, no. don't hunt me down. Yeah. All right, any other Laker-related things to discuss? I mean, we could banter on movies, but I'm gonna—I'm I'm not a cinephile, so I'm gonna run out of con- content real soon. <laughs> we could talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I've been playing that. I haven't played it yet, but I just watched my friend play it uh, over Zoom hilariously. On which Zoom. Is, uh, that's how you know I'm a huge nerd. Um, yeah, bro, let me watch you play your video game. No, I mean, afar. there's Twitch. Like, wait, come on, bro. I didn't even think about that. He was, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Sorry, I'm old. <laughs> Dude, we're the same. Okay, never mind. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's a beautiful game. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. A ton of fun to play. The Last the last of Us 2 came out, right? Mm-hmm. That's been out for over two months now, I think. Yeah. I still haven't gotten that, but I need to. The Last of Us is my favorite game. It was just so, like... I watched, I, I've never done this with any game before, and I remember my friend told me, you should do it, and I was like, what? No, that just sounds weird. I watched the full gameplay on YouTube. Do you wow. have a PS4? I didn't at the time. But you do now? Yes. And yeah, I, played, go, I played go it. Go get it. No, no, I played The Last of Us. I know, yeah. get the second. Oh, no, I, I for sure will. I keep, I literally, like, I've been, I've been so locked in on my, on, like, if I'm going to play video games, it's going to be Call of Duty, but I need to do Last of Us. Yeah, that's my, like, stress reliever outside of, uh, like, work and studying. It's just been chopping up people in uh, feudal Japan. <laughs> Have you enjoyed it, like, more than Last of Us? Yeah, because, um, well, when it comes to The Last of Us 2, that's very heavy on the uh, story, and it's it's just a very heavy game. Right. Um, but it is still a lot of fun if you take it out of context, like, the mechanics work pretty well. But Ghost of Tsushima is just literally like, I'm just going to ride around on my horse and see some dudes and kill them. And then, okay, off to the next adventure kind of thing. Is that not on Xbox? I don't know. Yeah, it's only on PS4. Sorry, bro. Y'all got Halo. Yeah. But that's all they've been able to say for the past, like, 15 years. (laughs) It's funny. I've jumped from platform to platform. I was first PS1, and then I went to Xbox 360. And then I went to PS4. I like the gameplay better, honestly. Like I played 2K on PS4, and I like I like the Xbox One better. That's I um I, w- I went from N64 oh, to God. GameCube to 360 to Wii to uh PS4 to Switch, and then another PS4 because my first PS4 I sold to Hani. Did you Did y'all ever have the PSP? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I I had that, but I remember hating it. So the reason I got it was because you could mod it a lot, 
And what I did oh, was, okay. um, there's this, this there's this special type of memory card that you could get. Um, uh, plug it in, and then from there you had access to kind of just like mess around in it. And then uh, from there I just put in a bunch of old like PS One games, mm-hmm. uh, Super Nintendo games, and all that stuff. And I kind of just made it like a mobile gaming thing. Did you ever play Midnight Club, the card game? I think it was like Midnight Club or something like that. It's uh oh oh you're. Midnight Club, right? That's not that's what's called. Yeah, 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 yeah so. you're right. I'm thinking. I was just like, didn't they call it like Dub Edition? And yeah, that was the third. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's I used, I used to play that on the PSP a lot. I, have I remember. No idea what you guys talking about. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, you know what they had on the PSP, and I was it like blew my mind was uh, NBA Street Volume Two. Oh really? Yeah, and I was just like the fact that they had this and I could just like play it whenever it was it was great. All right, I have two games real quick. Did you, any of y'all ever play Twisted Metal? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Bruh. They need to bring that back. For sure. No, Especially, like, in the online. Uh, oh, yeah. It. I was too young to understand it, though, I remember when it came out. Like, I just, like, it was just cars coming in. Right? It's, just, it's cars cars with weapons on top oh, of them. Okay. And you try to blow each other up. It's great. Right. Yeah. Also, Kendra, you, uh... You you meant you gave me your gauntlet of, of video game systems. You did not mention the the OG Xbox. You didn't have that. I did not. Um, okay, because I got stingy yet ass parents. Um. <laughs> well, the only reason I was asking is because I don't I, I don't remember. Are you do you like Star Wars? Uh yeah, I I I would say so, but I'm not like one of those people who's like, oh, I watched the Last Jedi and now I want like George Lucas to kill everybody kind of thing. Yeah yeah like, yeah. I know. What you I, mean. I could have taken things so much worse, but yeah, that those there's a group of Star Wars people, and I'm just like these people shouldn't be allowed to have opinions, but <laughs> about uh, anything, let alone. Were you going to talk? About, were you going to bring up Battlefront too? No, I was actually going to bring up Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, I I never got into it, but I heard, but I, that's something that I'm going to when I got time. Um, do you ever play Rogue Squadron? I never played Rogue Squadron. That, no. that game's sick. I like Knights of the Republic is my favorite game of all time. Nice. No, like full stop. It's better full than stop. Battlefront for the Star it's, Wars. It's different because yeah, Knights of the Old Republic is an RPG. It's got like uh, a great story. It's like knee deep. Bro, it takes I, place like hundreds of years before the movies. I think. Yes, oh, that's cool. Like I am, I am legitimately considering <laughs> buying an OG Xbox just so I can play Knights of the Old Republic. I think you could play it on like current gen consoles right now. But I got a PS4. Mild, mild, yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's Xbox. Is what it's yeah, says. Xbox exclusive. Oh damn. damn! I've been uh, I've been I have I sold my PS2 a while ago, but I still have the. I'm pretty sure I at least I still have it. Street Hoops. Did any of you play that? Bruh. Street Hoops was like my favorite game as a kid. I thought they really had something with that. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, they did, dude. That, that game, game was, was so amazing. fun to play. It had really oh, good gameplay too. Yeah, the crossovers, every it was yeah. so fun to play. I remember you could pick like an NBA player to yes. play with. You guys realize the more realistic games got when it came to sports, the more you got you're kind of just like, you know what? Maybe realism could have taken this step back a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like, oh, uh, so I'm gonna need one of your guys' votes here. Do I get a mini arcade NBA Jam cabinet? Or not? How much? Five hundred bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe sell like ten of your shoes. <laughs> if you can Actually, make a shoe for arcade deck trade, absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I, I actually think I could probably do that. That's not, not a bad idea. Thanks, pals. I mean, coming up to an agreement on a harmonious note like that is a great way to end the pod. But really quickly, there's a quote from Danny Green tonight. I don't know if you guys saw it. it said, uh, Danny Green said, Lakers consider LeBron, Caruso, AD, and Waiters as shooters, even though you guys do not. He also threw Rondo into that group. So that's a oh, nice, w- nice little closing. I agree yeah. with every single one except Rondo. <laughs> I, um... Uh, man, Rondo, it just, nah, man. Let's not end why, with Rondo. <laughs> yeah, what, it's like, why you gotta bring us down? I feel attacked. He said you guys. He's talking about us. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, you NBA Twitter nerds with your forps. Oh, man, it's just, it's gonna be an interesting, um, lead up to the playoffs. It's just gonna be interesting. Oh, it's gonna be, it, it's, I, I have a feeling it's gonna be agonizing. Like, I kind of don't want to watch the game against Indiana. <laughs> Another afternoon game. Uh, Three yeah. o'clock. Oh, man. I'm going to hate these early games. Well, let's hope that the Lakers bring more energy so that we can be happier on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real quick, last thing. Um, if y'all don't watch the WNBA, they're still good, too. Um and shout out to them for being on the forefront of everything social justice wise. They don't. They do not get the credit they do serve. Yeah, they don't really take days off when it comes to social justice, uh, and they take steps that are a lot more um, pronounced and like definite than right. some of the stuff that a lot of the mm-hmm. NBA players do. So it's really cool to see. Yeah. Um. Also, he loves Sabrina Nescu. Right. Oh man, I hope she I hope she like takes care of that ankle. Yeah, that just sucks. That just yeah. sucks. Meanwhile, Trinity Carter's about to be rookie of the year, so it's all gravy. Oh yeah, Maybe. she dropped like what, thirty five? Yeah, some what yep, yep, thirty five, right on the nose. Good I mean stuff. Why did I say that? I'm gonna bleep it out anyway. Alright. <laughs> Anything else? Um there was a uh Cardi B and uh Megan the Stallion video that dropped while we were talking and uh not gonna lie. Those moments that I wasn't talking, I was watching that. Well, wow. now I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> for the next was there a lot of good lyricism? Is that what you're saying? Like that's what. Oh, don't be disrespecting Meg Thee Stallion. No, right. I think I think they both. Well, I mean, they both can. All right, both cut, can it, cut it after this. Cut it after this. Rick. Both better rappers than Drake. All right. Oh, no. No. Okay. No. no All right. Not cutting Stop. It there. Stop. No. So, without any further ado. <laughs> This has been The Forum. Peace. Peace. Peace.